Hello and welcome to the Villa Park podcast. It's me, Rich, and I'm back with Kev for a live show, uh, reacting mainly to the fixtures, um, checking in on what we think, you know, what, what we think we, what do we think is the toughest game? What do we think is the toughest month? You know, have we got any, have we got a, a, a dark fixture list of, you know, where we've got, I don't know, the three top teams in a row? Uh, or do we think it's our season? That's the question. Um, and then probably talk a little bit on uh, potential sporting director. Looks like it's done. And then transfers and uh, your questions, your comments, anything, anything you want. It's a, it's a nice chat, free for all tonight. So, yeah, let's see how we go. Kev, um, I've done a fair few transfer rumour videos that have been going really well. Um but yeah, your th- general thoughts at the moment on the Villa? What's uh, How are you feeling about them? Mate, forget the Villa. Um, you've been keeping me, me uh, company on my dog walks this week. It's great. <laughs> I, was there, I, I was there like a Brit abroad top off in the sunshine about 11 o'clock today um, with uh, all the latest transfer news coming on my ear. So, mate, thanks. I appreciate you keeping us all up to date, me included. So, yeah, great, great job. Um, my thoughts on Villa... Um, well, we're all waiting, aren't we? It's, it's, it feels a bit like we're all kids on, I don't know, December the 22nd, maybe. Like, you know, we know there's a little bit of time left for Christmas, but, you know, it's it's around the corner, what we're going to do. And then, you, I don't know, i tell you what it was for me. When I saw Newcastle linked with Brella and then strongly linked with Brella, I thought, oh, crikey, he's absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's absolutely brilliant and absolutely brilliant. Sorry about that. Hey. And I want us to get a marquee signing in, in the door. I know obviously Williams has been linked, but um, not anywhere near the pedigree of Barella and what Barella's done. But you know, I want us to do, I felt I feel like with signings we've had in recent years, you know, Dini was maybe towards the latter end, Coutinho the same. You know, we've had some good big names that kind of raise the brand and the profile of the club. But I want us to get a marquee. Like obviously Newcastle have had Isak when they obviously were nowhere near, you know, Champions League. Um, even even a Trippier, you know, from Atletico, those kind of players. I want us to get someone in over the line. Um, so yeah, just keeping those fingers crossed that they that maybe they've been waiting waiting for the sporting director to come on board. Yeah, that that's it, that's it. And you know, maybe if that's the case. And Emery, I would, I'm sure there's been conversations with with Munchy and 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 what whoever else scouts across the across the globe and seeing what we can do. But we'll get into all that. Um, Loads of comments coming in already, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, just before I get onto the comments, I do want to say a massive thank you to everyone. We are, I think we're like 20 away now from 1,700 subscribers, which considering like the literally two days ago, we were saying, oh, help us to get to 1,600 is just mad. So, yeah, um, like I say, the growth is just amazing on the channel. So hit that like button, please, people. And do uh, do subscribe if you're new to the channel. And if you want to support us even further, then um, become a member. And please do hit that join button. And uh, it's just one ninety nine a month. Um, you'll get all the content anyway, but it'll just be helping us that even that little bit more. Um, so let's have a look. I will start some of the um, some of the transfer rumor stuff because we're gonna get we're gonna go into fixtures first. But Duncan's in the house. Evening all. Newcastle away a toughie, but. No, I don't think it says not a bad start overall, I think. Um, a few more transfers talk there. Michael says, good evening all. Good evening to you, Michael. Thank you for jumping on. Rachel said, hi all. Not a fan of the start of the fixtures. It's horrible. Um, Dale says, Newcastle away is very hard, but we've got to play them, so get them out of the way. Gary says he's not had a, a proper look at the fixtures, but not an easy start at Newcastle. Well, we'll get into that. We will get into that in a minute. Um, Michael saying pen to paper, pen to paper. Nothing is done until pen to paper. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Gary saying that you and him are waiting for that Bailey replacement. We are. Um, we are. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, so I think more just on the uh, just onto the uh, the transfer. So I will cover those in a bit. Um, Michael saying, relax all the sun, enjoy the sun, get the barbecue and a little bit of steely Dan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Willie says, evening guys, a tough start, but there are no easy games in this league now. Um, and yeah, Dale's home game for to start for me. Absolutely. I had a mad panic because um, my sister's getting married on the Monday, the 14th uh, of August. So I'm trying to, I've, I've, I'm, I'm trying to arrange so that 
And I knew this was going to happen, that Villa would play Newcastle away and that like we were all travelling mm. down on the Saturday, it meant to be. So I'm just trying to rearrange it so we're not travelling down till the Sunday now. Because <laughs> I, can't, I can't miss that game. It's like the biggest one for me. I just can't miss it. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know if this view is very good, but we will. I've got the fixtures up here. So good, obviously, mate. yeah, Newcastle away, first game of the season. Um, we'll chat that in a second. But is there anything else that's jumping out to you, Kev, in terms of big fixtures to look out for? Well, I mean, it seems like we always get Everton at home, don't we, first first game? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was this se- this league season just gone again, yeah. Yeah, wasn't it the season before? What about what about when... Um, oh, when yes, Josh, we when we first Josh, came up, Wesley. we had them. That was the third, third game of the season, like the second uh, home game, but it was a Friday Bournemouth, night. We lost yeah. to Bournemouth. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. The but first again, game. early on in the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that's that would be a nice three points. Um, really, I mean, look, I, I know, I know. Obviously, we don't want to get carried away. We had a great season season end last year, but December looks like it's going to be an absolute nightmare of a month, particularly if you've got like European fixtures. But up until the end of November, ah, Tottenham Way will be tricky. I'm sure. You know, they might be a bit better. Although I don't, you know, if Kane's not there, then are, we, are you that that scared? Mm. Wolves away in October is always a bit a bit of a, a bit of banana skin for us, and obviously Liverpool away uh, and and Chelsea away in September. But other than that, we've got home games against Everton, Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Luton, Fulham. In all of that, you'd fancy your chances, and yeah. we've got yeah. a away trip to Burnley after Newcastle. So you know, away games are always tricky, and I think Burnley will be no mugs this season under company. But I don't think it's it's that bad. I mean, you've got to play Newcastle at some point, so. Let's 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 get a get let's get a point or maybe all three at St James's in the first game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will bring it up again in a second, but yeah, I mean, they always say you know like you know getting facing teams like Man City or you know a Liverpool or um, you know a Man United early on in the season isn't isn't always that bad because those players those teams are getting used to the new players that are coming into their side. Um, you know, much like we are. So you do tend to get a few kind of freak results at the right at the start of the season. So you are right in in the sense of it's probably quite a decent opportunity for us to play Newcastle. I know we don't do well there at St. James's Park, but it's a decent opportunity to to actually get a decent result. You know, a point wouldn't be bad at all. And then you'd go into like Everton home, Burnley away, and you think, well, to be fair, if we're wanting to finish high up in the league, those are games that we should be getting results in. And then, <clears throat> yeah, home games, Palace after that, you know, obviously it, it, with Liverpool in between, Brighton at home, West Ham home, Luton home, Fulham home. I hadn't spotted that kind of run of reasonably reasonable home games, which could, yeah. you know, you want to create a fortress as well. You want to make sure, and then go into December when you've got Man City and Arsenal back to back at home, you think, well, if we could go into that unbeaten at home, then that gives us a massive opportunity to get a result against one of those or both. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a couple of, like I say, dodgy results in there, but um, pretty, pretty okay. Any reason why there's so many fixtures in December and then so few in January? I know there's the FA Cup game that gets put in around the 6th of Jan, 6th or 7th of January, but that does seem like a hell of a lot of games for December. And I'm wondering, is there a is there a winter break or something? Is there a week? A week off in December, like the twenty first or something of January. Is there a week off then? I mean, a hell of a lot of games. Maybe there's an international break in January. I don't know. Doesn't is it normally? They don't, I don't tend know. to do that. They tend to do it in like March. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't. I just couldn't think of like any other reason because yeah. You know, at the moment, I mean, I guarantee one of those fixtures will be moved. You know, well, there'll be at least there'll be at least. Uh, I mean, looking at it again, um, I know at least. Uh, Burnley will be moved and Liverpool will be moved to the Sunday because mm. it's the playoff round of the Europa Conference yeah. League. So they'll definitely get moved those two games. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, even that 30th of January, that tends to be FA Cup fourth round day. So I don't know if anyone in the comments, I've got, there's loads of comments to read. I don't know if anyone uh, knows if we've got, if there is some sort of winter break. There you um, go. John's, John's ah, there you go, break. John. There we go. There's a break in Jan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that would be that would now as a player, right? <laughs> I don't. What would you rather? Would you just rather it just be like steady number of games or front loading loads of games in December? 
I know. And then, know. and then for the sake of having a week off when they'll probably go abroad to Dubai or something and train. Well, it says here the season will be the third defeat. This season will be the third defeat of winter break with no Premier League matches scheduled between the 13th and the 30th of January. So that's a good 17 days, nearly three weeks um, for those who couldn't work that out. So, yeah, so it's a decent, decent enough break. And you're thinking it's a long season. They're. December's still just about, you know, the first part of the season. We're going to have a few fixtures, obviously, hopefully in the in the Europa League. Hopefully Carabao Cup as well, you know, so obviously you want that squad. So, yeah, December's going to be a challenging month if we don't really add to, add to the squad because if there is a, you know, if there is a, a Europa League game, sorry, a Conference League game in December as well, there'll be Carabao Cup fixtures as well. That could be a, that could be a nine or ten game month for us. Yeah, I'm just going to try and get the, because uh, I did, I did post out the, I think I put it in our group, the dates. So if we do get through to the group stage of the Conference League, then it's match day one is the 21st of September. Um, and then match day two is the 5th of October. Mm. Um, so that would be the Wolves game that would get moved. The 21st of September would be the Chelsea game that would get moved. The 26th of October is the next, is match day three. So that would be the Tottenham away game that would get moved. 26th of Nine... October? Yeah. That'd be Luton, wouldn't it? Get moved? Oh, sorry. Luton. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Luton. Yeah. Um, 9th of November would be the Fulham game that would get moved. Mm. Um, 30th of November would be the Bournemouth away game that would get moved. And then the 14th of December is the last game in the group stage, which would be the Brentford game that would get moved. So, yeah, mate, you'd bang on. Like that's another two games that are put into that December time yeah, and period. I'm pretty sure there's a Carabao Cup um, fixture, at least. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, I haven't if, even if, thought if, about that either. If, he, if he's still in it. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but, but this is what we wanted. We, we wanted, we yeah. wanted, Emery wants to play as many games as he can. He wants to be in amongst it. Villa fans, we've craved it. I mean, I've, I can't remember the last time I saw a home, a home Cup game. I think, I'll tell you the last time I saw a Home Cup game it was the Leicester semi final. Um, and when's that like? Was that 2020, 2021? It was 2019, 20 season, yeah, before lockdown. Yeah, we don't we don't go anywhere. Oh, sorry, um, Stevenage. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about Stevenage. I, yeah, I, I don't count that one. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's look. We, we this is what this is what we wanted. We you know what what would yeah. we rather this? Would we rather like you know languishing around relegation spots? Oh, 100 percent, mate. It, it, it's it's. It's what you want, and I guess it. You know, we'll get into a bit of transfer talk later, but it's why you need a squad for it. It's why you need, why we probably need to keep some of those young players as well in in yeah. and around it. Um, let me just get into the comments. So Jam Jack is joining us. Can't wait for the start. Newcastle away first test of our nerves. Uno will have a plan. Gary says sometimes it's better to play the bigger teams first before they get into top gear. Um, Duncan says Manu on Boxing Day. Yeah, I did. I did want to cover that as well. That's a that's a good game, and there's a couple yeah. of really good ones at that um, around that Christmas period. So yeah, that'll be a nice one. Um, <clears throat> Michael says his brother got married on the day Villa beat United. Famous. You can't win anything with kids. Nice, nice. Love it. Uh, Rachel said no injuries to our players this time versus Everton, please. Yeah, absolutely not. New signings as well. <laughs> Um, John says we are Villa we fear nobody first six games 18 points that's the spirit mate I love that Um, and a nice cliche from Michael there no easy games let's just take one game at a time Um, Dale says I'd take 10 points if you offered it me now what definitely for for the season (laughs) come on man December is a heavy month yeah I know mate oh please don't uh let's just put that in there yeah we've got the fa cup says steve in in january definitely um dale says september and october there's international breaks this coming season yeah i think there's one towards the beginning of uh, september and then kind of middle of october um yeah bernie will move back says steve um i think that's around the kit i'll talk that later um Weston has said looking at the fixtures there doesn't seem like there's a hard run of four or five games like last season happy with those fixtures to be honest um it does look like that I mean the Christmas is a heavy period it does look like like Man City at home Arsenal home uh Brentford away and obviously Sheffield United at home in between but Man United away that's quite a tough that's quite a tough little run there 
Yeah. And I, 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 go on. I was going to say, I think, I think the thing is, though, I think we've been, we've been emeried, haven't we? So, yeah. I mean, let's, let's be clear. Other than, you know, from, from November onwards, other than when we lost to Leicester and Arsenal and Man City, and bear in mind, they're the top two of the top two in the league, you know, um, in, in consecutive games, we didn't really have a bad run, did we? I mean, Liverpool no. beat us 3-1 three, three, and we played pretty well. And obviously we lost to Man United and Wolves. But really, like, I think now we're going into all these games games that would have been hard two years ago and now we're not we're not going to with as much fear so maybe that, that that's the reason why we're not we're not thinking there's four or five tough ones but undoubtedly no matter who you're playing when fixture congestion piles up a trip to Bournemouth away a trip to Brentford away either side of two two home games against City and, um, and Arsenal is going to be is going to be a test for us definitely 100% you know like I say you know it's every you know we've had a fantastic finish to the season great momentum which is all brilliant but you know, there's teams that want to put right the wrongs of last season. I'm talking Chelsea and Tottenham, probably. Um, even Liverpool, to a certain extent. Um, and, you know, there'll be teams that, like West Ham, that might want to, you know, push. They'll want to push on. Crystal Palace will want to push on. So we we just need to make sure that we're, you know, if you're not... If you're not um, if you're not spending big money, you're 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 standing still. You've got to spend like 100 million to stand still in this league. You know yeah. that's how that's how it is. And hope and and then if you've got a couple of decent young players that can kind of bridge that gap, then then all the better. But it's it's going to be a hell of a season, mate. It's going to be so tough. I mean, you know, Sheffield United come up. You know, they could. I think that's early early indications they'll probably struggle but you just don't know you know their home fans are pretty pretty loud a big big atmosphere there i, I definitely think luton will, will obviously struggle mm. um who else came oh burnley burnley you know who knows they should they could they could you know do a brentford or whatever they could take the league by storm so yeah i got a feeling i got a, fe- a tough one i got a feeling luton are going to do okay because because they're home they're Fortress kind of work, kind of worth road. You know, they they play a very very certain style of football, and I think they'll cause a few. Teams. Yeah, they will cause teams, but well, it's one of them as well. Like early do or early days of the season, like the teams that come up, can they if they can pick up like ten points from the first six yeah, games, true. it makes a massive difference because Huge. they will have a tough time. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's one of those like yeah, Western Saints squad. Um, Sorry, mate, were you putting a comment on? There you go, yeah, yeah. Dale, good man, Dale. 36 watching, 41 watching now, only four likes for the video. Everyone hit the like button, please. Help us find as many new listeners as we can, please. That'll be great. Appreciate you Amazing. All. Yeah, cheers, Dale. Cheers, cheers Dale. Dale. Um, okay, cool. So, like I say, it, it's one of those. It, it, it whets the appetite for the season. Um, it gets us gets us excited, plans our trips. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm missing Burnley away and Liverpool away. I'm on holiday, but I'm thinking of oh, Forest will probably could be the next, the first away game. Like the obviously Newcastle, I'm going to do, but Forest will be the next one. And then where else can I get a game in and stuff? So that's why it's exciting. But you know, we'll yeah. we'll obviously talk more as as the season goes on. Hopefully, we you know we kind of build our squad. Um, and and keep pushing, um, mate. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to, to the uh, the usual text message you sent me, which is Kev. Do you fancy a ticket to the X game? <laughs> um, check, first, check my diary. Do I have the kids? Let's do it, Rich. <laughs> mate, it. you know it. You know it. Um, I'm all over it. John, it, with ultimate positivity, we will win the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup. The uh, I think that's the Conference League, and yeah. finish fourth. Not a bother. It's there you fourth. go, mate. Come on, we'll that'll get, we'll be. Get... We'll get first, won't we? Yeah, you let the side down there. We're winning everything and then uh, just finishing fourth. fourth. Um, uh, and Dunga saying, this is the summer spend for Villa for sure. Come on. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, let's... let's. Um, uh, two seconds. Weston said, aren't Luton going to play their games at MK Duns? I don't know. I think no. that might have been a rumour. I think they've got no, to... They've got to spend um, money to get to get kind of a throw. Yeah, it's like te- at least ten million. But I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll make plenty of improvements. And Villa, Villa actually one point they they asked for the game to be played away. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of the the ground improvements, so yeah, that's one of the reasons. I mean, to be fair, we haven't played at home. I think it's something like nine or ten seasons. Um. So yeah, but this time they did actually ask. So. Yeah, they're doing. Obviously, yeah. it's been a big summer Villa part. They're doing some works. There was the, the big pink concert there the other night. Um, Bruce Springsteen tomorrow. I'll be there. Bruce Springsteen tomorrow night, Villa Park. 
So um, yeah, there's a lot of obviously going on going on in the summer. So um, yeah, that's, I think it's why the Lazio friendly is being played at Warsaw, isn't it as well? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's going to. I think it's to give the pitch time as well because of these yeah. concerts. Uh, you know, you don't mess about with groundsmen. You don't no, mess about with groundsmen. I tell you what, yeah, you, I, we guarantee we won't be signing anyone from Lazio because I'll be there. Like they'll be coming over, like, hey, Aston Villa, very, very big team, and then they come in like, what the, what the hell is this ground? <laughs> the, pa- the Poundland the, Stadium. The Poundland Stadium. I know, signed for Aston Villa. No, no. Sorry, sorry. Sorry about my mic. Any Italians watching? Yeah, I apologise. Oh, wait, I don't know if they. I don't know what, what accent that was. To be fair, well, Kevin, I think you know. I spent, spent three years in Norway, a couple of years in Singapore, and then back to Rome. So there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, okay, so uh, let's get into this. So it's been a will he, won't he? Are we going to pay the compensation? Are we not? Is he? Is he getting? out of his contract what's the what is his notice period but it seems like <laughs> it seems like Monchi as he's affectionately known has finally agreed uh to come to Villa as the sporting director now mate I don't think I've ever seen such a drama over getting a uh, getting a person uh, in into like the the like the board or whatever we want to call it as this ever like <laughs> We obviously oh. went for this Almany guy from Barcelona. He didn't want to come. Then Monchi is apparently the, the you know Emery's number one choice. But you, we're talking three million euros compensation, six hundred thousand of it paid by Monchi himself. I mean, this is like I don't, this is like soap opera stuff. This he he, he loves the villa, doesn't he? He loves the villa. <laughs> um, clearly, he's prepared to to forego six hundred grand. Um, Look, this is this is modern football, isn't it? You know, you've got. I mean, look at look at the job um, Dan Ashworth has obviously done at Newcastle, and what a coup that was to get him away from Brighton. And you know, there's a lot of clubs where they they put a lot of their success down to that wider football team. It's not just about the manager, although Emery does obviously have a lot of sway at Villa. Um, but it, it's about that that it's the networking, it's the contacts, it's the ability to get deals over the line. You know, when, you, when you're up against some decent clubs in European football as well for big players, you need to be able to get your uh, to get your people in. And I mean, I look, I, I had a little look at some of the players that he was responsible for getting through. So yeah. it, for those that don't know, he was a goalie, um, goalie for Sevilla, retired fairly early. Um, he was appointed director of football after they relegated in 2000. Two objectives by the board: develop the youth system and implement a vast scouting policy. Well, look what Sevilla have done. Since then, you know, they've won like six six Europa Leagues. Help discover Di- Diego Capel, uh, Alberto Moreno, Jesus Navas, who's just won it again with them at like 37, whatever. Antonio Puerta, Sergio Ramos, Jose Antonio Reyes. Also, network of seven of scouts around the world. Loads of bargains were sourced. Adriano, Danny Alves, Julio, Julio Baptista, Ivan Rakitic, Sadu Keita, etc., etc. I mean, some some track record there of players that have absolutely done brilliant stuff in, in La Liga and gone on to things beyond that. He's highly respected. He knows Emery very well, which has to be a positive thing because you want people that you trust around you. And um, and he loves the Villa because he's prepared to pay six hundred grand to get it. Yeah. And you know, w- w- this is clearly a big part of our strategy now is to have someone where. Look, I think they're going to move Langer internally somewhere. That the, the, by all accounts, he's um, you know, he, he's highly regarded. For those that don't know, I did bump him to um my, my last football match once, and um, he seemed like a perfectly nice fella. But uh, that was at the time when we were sort of bemoaning some of the signings. We, you know, we had from a Borja Bast onto a Danny Drinkwater. So there's probably been been as many ups as there has been down under Langer. Perslo, I haven't spoke about this on the pod, but you know, much as he, you know, if he was made out of chocolate, he would have would have eaten himself. Um. It was all about Perslow, wasn't it? But we can't fault the progression that the no. club made under his under his stewardship. You know, from from Championship to where we are now, qualifying for Europe, from the development of the ground and all the plans. And I know it's waiting to be fully signed off, but he's been a big cheerleader. And one thing I loved about Perslow was, as much as what he was a bit, look at me. It, it, he put us on the map. There was, that's, what I was that's exactly what I was just about to say, mate. I think when we got up from the Championship, we kind of needed that. Yeah, you know, Dean Smith was quite an unassuming guy. Going into the Premier League, no one really knew who he was. It need it almost needed like a, a Perzo type character to say, like, we're Villa and we're here, like we're gonna have a voice in these meetings. We're back, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we we were one of the big boys and we're gonna be one of the big boys, you know. Exactly. And whatever happened with Gerard and that absolute, you know, 
catastrophe in the end what happened and however successful a Coutinho has been all of these things have done what we wanted it to do which was which is push us a bit further forward in people's minds you know you add an emery to that now it's it, it's all part of that progression isn't it from you know newly promoted team albeit with a great history to just staying up to then attracting slightly more you know we went for that policy didn't we of getting young players all of a sudden getting players 28 29 30 who maybe had a bit a bit less to prove and um and they haven't obviously all worked out and it, it feels like it's the next phase now and this this feels like, like such an exciting time get Mon- munchy in um working alongside emery i mean I'm, I'm look i'm expecting a couple of big signings from, from the liga alone based based on that, yeah. based on the links yeah yeah well rachel wants to, to stress that it, she hopes it happens still doesn't quite believe it as nothing official but yeah, I think it's one of those where they just have to dot the I's and cross the T's. By the looks of it, you know, they wouldn't put out there that we've paid the compensation and stuff if if it wasn't if it wasn't in the in the bag sort of thing. Well, so mate, let's not forget though, Rachel's making a good point there because as soon as he lands in in um, Birmingham International Airport, yeah, if he if, if he gets the bus and he's kind of going to go to Chelmsey Wood, Kingshurst. You know, just get him in a blacked out car, like, no, I can't Stetchford. see anything until, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go past my old school in Stetchford, Ward End, like my neck of the woods. Like, he gets that way to Villa Park, he's going to be on straight on the plane back. So, uh, you, I, yeah. me- I remember when, um, when Bill Clinton came over, like, god, like 30 years ago, they totally like cleaned up the entire of the Coventry Road, planted plants there just to kind of give a good impression. We have to make sure whatever his route is from airport to wherever he's going is, is pristine because, yeah. No, we can't have that. And I'm sure it's all been done and done and dusted. I'm sure. It's oh all yeah, fine. yeah. A few few comments here saying, uh, like Weston said, I think Emery finds it important who he gets in. Um, Gary saying like temperamental teenagers, these sporting directors in Spain. Um, Ian says I'm starting to get the feeling that we're moving away from quietly doing transfers in the background to leaks galore with Perzo leaving. I think as well that comes with the, the territory of being a little bit more of a name in the Premier League now. So yeah. agents are going to use us. Uh, as 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 to as bait to get players, we're probably obviously going to be sent players to potentially sign as well. Um, you know, we're in Europe, so that's gonna that's gonna have a bearing as well on on types of players that want to come. It almost so it it's um I think it just goes with the territory, but yeah, I think I think more so there will be kind of negotiations done in the open a little bit more. Um, but you know. Newcastle are doing it now. Obviously, they're kind of going for the Madisons and the uh, and that Barella and what have you. They'll they'll put stories out there just to, just to test the water with certain players. Um, yeah, yeah. And listen, if we're if we're losing our players to PSG, I mean, if you if you keep losing your girlfriends to like Ryan Gosling and Zac Efron, then you're not doing too bad. Are you? You know, like, <laughs> like, the only thing is, if you don't find anyone, you might you might just well, have to drop your <laughs> might just have to drop your uh, your standards mate, a little bit. There's plenty more fish in the sea, let's just say. Yeah, exactly. We'll have, we we yeah. have to remember that sometimes. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, it's annoying. It feels like we're doing, you know, PSG's work for them and like getting them getting them into action because, you know, we're after Kangin Lee, we're after uh, Asensio. But um, yeah, it, it's good company to be in. You know, it's not too long ago. I remember we were, you know, we were Milot Rashik. He didn't want to come to us. He ended up signing for Norwich. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. Gary said, I think we needed him. We need him to be fair. We're struggling to get big signings in at the minute. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's got names. Uh, Mark said we've always had boardroom drama. Remember the time when who's Bendor was in charge? I think that was after um, after Ellis. I think there was a period of time, wasn't there? When... Ah, right. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ellis, Ellis, Ellis was never backwards in coming forwards either, was he? Like, <laughs> only mm. so many people have named a stand after themselves when they're still there. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Uh, Dale said the 600k is to waive his notice period of three months, apparently. So, yeah. yeah. Um, now, something just to temper the, um, just to temper the 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 Monchi reputation is apparently he sold Allison and replaced him with Olsen at Roma, and I, I do I do think he had a bit of a bad time at Roma. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that could you know, but look. He's got he's got a network of six hundred scouts, I believe, um, because it, like you said, mate, it's all a massive network now, isn't it? It's like he he will get players that are sent to him. He will get video. He'll get information that's sent to him, and then kind of um, kind of see the, the sift out the best of those 
those. So he doesn't obviously watch every player, but his his job is to. I think there were, I read an article in the Guardian. He and they will pick certain characteristics that they're looking for, and they'll they'll go to their network and they'll maybe have like a hundred players that fit that that criteria. And then they'll watch those players, and then and then um, whittle that down to ten, and then they'll present those ten to the the manager. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. a really detailed process. Um, well, well, we're hoping to see some successes from it, aren't we? Clearly, that's why that's why we're getting him in. That's why we're getting him yeah. in, and hopefully, hopefully, it does um it it does settle down. Um, but Bendel, there you go, is in charge. We won the European Cup. Yeah. So um, yeah, for those that don't know this fact, but that like, is a mad stat, isn't there about um. Doug Ellis was like chairman of Villa for like 30 odd years and he had a three-year break when they some boardroom. Yes, yes, yes. And in that three-year break, we won the league in the European Cup and that was it. Yeah, he wouldn't give the Saunders a daily one yeah. So, absolutely. And then Barton came in. Yeah, well, Tony Barton took over, didn't he? And, uh, and then, yeah, yeah won, won the European Cup. But how did you lose your manager, the league-winning manager at the quarter-final stage of the European Cup? Crazy, isn't it? It's crazy to think that. Uh, could that happen to anybody else but Aston Villa? Well, I hope, yeah. that, hope that is now... Um, with with Emery the um, the curse slayer, I hope that is a massive thing of the past for our club. <laughs> um, right, let's just get through some of these. Uh, did what's it? Marcus Aperzo did well for us besides the odd mistake. Um, Rachel, I think the Spanish media are very open with things. I do hope we keep the quiet and prevent the leaks that Perzlo put in. Um, Rub is in the house. Says. Perzo was kept to finish the season and leave while keeping face, but the day uh, NS fired Gerard and took it into his own hands to a point, Emery was actually Perzlo's last day. He does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? That he was kind of pushed to one side. And they said that they offered him something that was more in the background, but you know the writing's on the wall when that, when something like that's happening. Yeah, um, yeah, you, 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 you absolutely do. I mean, I think the fact is, you know, it felt like that song about Perzlo going to Spain in a Lamborghini. Um, was very wrong because it felt like that was that was Suiris all over. Yeah, we need they, they definitely need to change the words on that. Or if it, if it was Perzo going to um, going to Rome in a Lamborghini, he definitely didn't come back with anything. No, he, <laughs> he, didn't. Just, he didn't. He just carried on driving. Um, um, mate, just to say, we've got 50, 57 watching. We've only got nineteen likes. Uh, so if everyone could give give us a on, like, people. Come on. Hit that you like know button, what to please, do. You know Come what on. to if, do. If you don't want the villa to get relegated, hit the like button, please. That's how it works. <laughs> Ian said, I think the project started going off the road when Man City met the greenish release clause. I get the impression some blame was put on Perzo for not setting it higher. Then we had to change direction, and then he seemed to be influential in rushing in the three signings, which didn't really work at the time, or at least didn't hit the ground running. Then the final now was Gerard. Yeah, it did feel like that. I mean, he came out kind of all brash and sort of it was all planned, but it did get the feeling it was a bit rushed and yeah. And uh, it's a difficult one to, to plan for when something like that happens, but you know, ap- apparently if everything's to be believed that the Man City deal was already done the season, the end, the start of that season. So we had a year yeah. to kind of get it sorted. So yeah, yeah. I- I'll do a piece on that. When, when Munch is um, announced, I'll do a short video just going over like Perslow's time and then into Munchie and stuff. But it's, um, yeah, it, it. I think. I think it's a mixed time for him. But like you said, Kev, I think the the good outweighs the bad. I think uh, in general. So yeah, I, th- I don't yeah. think we we can fault you know where where the club has come from now. Anyone that's been involved in that, you know, as much as there's been you know problems, you know, however you want to look at it, anyone that's been involved in that. I mean, even you know, even looking back to you know some of the signings that haven't worked out. Well, they all played their part, didn't they? Even the, even some of those dud signings in January. They, they were still part of it, you know. Samata still scored a goal for us, didn't he, in the, uh, in, in the Carabao Cup final? And, you know, I'm sure Drinkwater might, might have made one pass. You know, everyone from, <laughs> Dean, from Dean Smith, Amwell Garzi, you know, Trezeguet, everybody through now to this current, current lot of players have been part of that transition from us being yeah. a fallen giant having a season back yeah. to And also, also, you've got to look, like, some of those, those players that, that came up, there's still a decent proportion of them that are still in the team. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mings, McGinn, obviously, yeah, Konza, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, first season back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Louis, Louise, yeah, yeah, good, mate. Yeah, uh, Rachel said Monchi admitted his mistakes for Roma as the insight for Lewis. Uh, Eshigari says it's how he reacts to it, definitely. Um, 
<laughs> Gary said, dib, 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 lot of scouts there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Weston said, the structure at Roma was different to the way he worked at Seville, just didn't work to his strengths at Roma. Yeah, I can imagine so. Um, uh, what did he say? So we've got, yeah, Manchi likes to change things quickly, even if they're doing well. Uh, mainly, as Weston said, he didn't understand the culture, football club, etc. so he made mistakes with it. So... I guess with with an Emery who's worked so closely with, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a good chance that, that doesn't happen. He'll know kind of they'll know what they're what they're doing. So, um, yeah, um, Rub says we don't know what his mandate was at, also at Roma. Maybe he had to raise cash. Maybe Allison wanted to leave. So best you can do is to sell him and replace him. Olsen, well, we still bought him. Yeah, yeah, you know. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then people, yeah, Duncan saying Perzo did a good job, particularly early on. Um, and then Rachel, yeah, again, so he did wrong, but he got a lot right, which fans don't see or know. And again, I even think like some of the commercial stuff, like, you know, off off around the ground, you know, the the kind of, the the, the obviously we're going for this ground improvements and we're going to have this fan park and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, even before the game now, the, the pre-game experience is much better. You know, they've got, a player and a legend that comes out on stage and talks to fans around the Trinity and they have a band on and they have the, all the street food. And then, you know, in the whole end and the lower, the lower in particular, you, you, you've got that kind of just, you just order what, order what you want and then pay. And then you go and collect it like the, the click, like the, almost like the click and collect thing. Like that's, that's like madness. Cause when you go away from home, the amount of queues that you're standing in is crazy. Whereas Villa, like yeah. lower Holt, you just, click the button, pay for it and go and get it. Like there's no, well, no I, queuing whatsoever. I, I have heard some people in certain parts of the ground still be bemoan about the, the services. So maybe, maybe not everywhere, but I'm glad you obviously yeah. had a good experience. But I mean, I was going to say on top of all of that, look at the women's team, look at, look at the, mm. like, the academy teams, look at the youth team, look at, look at everything, look at, look at the expansion of, you know, the, the portfolio of, of the whole club, which I'm sure he would have played, played some part in that, that in terms of, you know, a, a CEO. So, yeah, and look, the, the CEO role is also is a little bit redundant as well, isn't it, now in terms of football clubs? Um, you know, so thanks, Christian, for all that you did. Um, but um, on to the, onto the, onto the, the next phase. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it looks like, you know, they're going down this model with Chris Heck in the business side, um, Monchi on the sporting director side with a couple of other scouts managing it. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a different, slightly different model. Just hopefully, hopefully it works, which is what yeah. we want. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, mate. just one more comment for me in there. I think the work Perzo did off the field was exceptional. I think he really elevated Aston Villa's voice in the broader football community, and was clearly respected in the media, especially around the Super League issue. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to good, point. good way to sign off. Um, so let's let's talk a little transfer news. Obviously, I've done my videos that have covered maybe three or four players at a time, just in the general kind of, um, you know, the news that's out there, the rumours, the leaks, etc. Um, I guess it's clear to see that he wants a, a, a wide player, um, and it's clear to see he wants a forward player. Now, whether that is a forward that can play wide. Or he wants two. He wants a wide player and a forward player. Will be remain to be seen. But who who out of the links is kind of you know up there with your you know tickling your fancy for want of a better phrase? <laughs> well, um, the, the the Nico Williams link is is exciting from what I've seen. Um, I feel like it's a real star player there. Um, obviously, very young, still probably still a bit raw, but. You know, the release clause is 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 a fair amount of cash, and I, I feel like that could be a little bit of bit of excitement. You know, that, that a bit a bit of a better profile than the wingers we currently got. So that one excites me. I, I'm also really quite hopeful of Harvey Barnes because I think you know, particularly you know, you talked about this in your in your cracking video. Those haven't seen it, catch up on it, please. But um, it was um, was it 14 or 15 goals in the Premier League in a, in a relegated team? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was 12. 12 or 13 this season. I don't know if it's 13 in all competitions, but it's something like three or four assists as well. Um, so definitely got that direct uh, directness about him. You know, no nonsense. He knows the Prem. Um, but looking at a couple of comments that have starred, Spurs is trying to do their usual where they've offered 50 million uh, 
and a skip. I don't know if they even offered skip, but for 50 million for Barnes and Madison, um, Jokers. which is a joke because Madison's worth 40 million by himself at least. Um, and then Duncan said, do we still go in for Barnes and not Mad- Madison Spurs are trying? Um, but yeah, I guess Barnes, I'd love, I'd love him. I, I, I really would. Um, mm. I think he'd be really good for us. Um, yes, he's got that, he's got that, that pace. He's got that direct style, you know, someone who will take shots and be a bit more ruthless. Like we've always said, like we haven't got a great deal of kind of ruthlessness in front of goal. Nico Williams, I'm sure will be a, a really, really good signing. Um, 45, 50 million is his, his release clause. Is, is that a little bit of a risk? Apparently, we've offered him seven million a year, which is massively dwarfs what he would get at um, uh, Bill Bow, obviously. But then, does that does that kind of obviously obviously players can't play for money in that? But does that just mean that he's literally just coming for the money? If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean that—that that is always a worry with anyone, isn't it? Really, but you'd hope that the project is is exciting enough now. Um, we, we, look, the thing is, if we want to kick on, if we want to be a top six team, top four, knock, knocking on the door. We need some better quality in in a few areas. That's just the reality. We need the squad to be. You can't just get fillers in the squad. Now you know yeah. you, you, you're not going to get anywhere with um with all reduced yeah. but but a Trail Ray or, or a Chambers or a you know, a Bjorn Engels, whatever, back in the day. Like, you know, you, you need you need good quality to, to, to bring into the team. That I'm sure there'll be a bit of rotation as well. And you want the, the players coming in to, to be as good as. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Dale said, easy easy media rumours. Apparently it was 50 million and a packet of skips, not Oliver Skip. Surprise yeah, <laughs> um, me. Uh, Barnes and Madison is 70 million, uh, Duncan says. If That's not, probably more like more, it. If not more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Ma- Ma- Madison's Madison's performances in recent years. Way the, I mean, look if you think that Anthony and Sancho were like what seventy, eighty million. Sancho's then... been linked with us, hasn't he? <sighs> no thanks. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I think people sort of making comments about uh, Ramsey, like Ian's saying that, and the same as Duncan. But I think, like you said, we need the squad. Like, look at the number of games that we could be potentially playing, and then yeah. Like I mentioned about Williams in in the in the transfer roundup, and like you, you've got to start. Like if you sign someone like him, there's almost there's almost a case for accommodating a Williams. This is ideal world scenario, but a Williams, a Barnes, and a Bailey because you're going to have that many games. You've got to be able to have these options because otherwise you're just going to end up at back to square one. You know, if one of them's not playing well, then you're almost forced to play the other one. Whereas if you've got kind of two, three, four options, then that's that's a, that gives the manager so many more kind of cards to play with. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there's a case to get a couple of wide wide forwards in. Um, look, I wouldn't be surprised if you kept Bailey. Um, you, you know my thoughts on him. I think you know as much as as much as he did, you know, obviously contribute some pretty good stuff. I've seen you know some highlights of the season. You know, as the season finished, and I'm, I'm maybe thinking I've a bit a bit harsh on Leon, but then I know what I saw with my own eyes. You know, you know, you know the, the, the Man United goal, the Leeds goal. You know, the, the, there's obviously things that he did in the season which, which, which were which were useful and got us points. But yeah, um, whether he sticks around or not, he just, just... He need, he need, the problem is is that he, he had to play every every game. It's not like like if you have got a, a Harvey Barnes or a Brennan Johnson, who I would love. Or uh, a Nico Williams again, who I'd love, or Nicholas Jackson, who's looking like you know we're linked with him. If you've got two or three of those, then you know Bailey can come into a side when he is a hundred percent, not at not at a sixty-five percent, and yeah. and then also he's got to play well. Then he's got to be he's got to make sure that he's putting his chances away. It's not like as much as as much as Emery got them all playing. You have to have that little bit of you have to have that little bit of competition behind you, don't you? You do, you do. I, I just I think with Bailey, as as we know, uh, away from home, you get absolutely nothing from him. So, exactly, yeah, that, exactly. That that's yeah. obviously a concern. But it, I also think it's the attacking areas, as in that that number eight, that number ten type role. I think we need to get someone in. I mean, Sanson will probably go out on loan again, maybe. Um, Wendy's been a bit hit and miss. You know, the numbers haven't been quite where we want to massive, be. Massive, massively hit and miss. Yeah, we're being, you, we're being kind there. 
Coutinho obviously did nothing last season other than goal of the season, but you know that was it basically. One goal, no assists. Um, McGinn, I think, could play that role if we needed him to, but I think he's more of an all-action rather than more of a kind of um, you know creative goal-scoring n- number ten. So, yeah, that's that's the position I'd like to see us get someone. And someone that you know, like a De Bruyne, Odegaard type type player. You know, not not saying that level, but you know, someone who can. You know who, who who's athletic, who's got an eye for a pass. What um, about what about Joao Felix? Because apparently he again, I'm a roundup. I talked about him. He's been apparently offered to us as a a lower tier Premier League side, uh, along with along with Wolves and I think it might be West Ham. He's been kind of pushed our way. I know he didn't do great stuff at, at, at Chelsea, but who did right in the last last half, that last half of the season? I mean, Fernandez didn't do much. Mudrick didn't do much, and that was. Basically, two hundred million for the two of them. So, um, I think Felix is an all right player. I, I've, every time I've seen Felix internationally as well, I just think there's an absolutely gorgeous footballer there, like such a quality player. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd take that all day long. When you say a lower tier Premier League club, like as in the Chelsea are a lower t- tier club to us, and he now wants to move on to someone better. Or well, yeah, absolutely now, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Comments. Uh, Ian says, for me, right midfield would be Williams if he signs with Bailey as backup. Gary, look at Bailey. Plenty of potential, but he's struggling to adapt at Villa. Nigel, Madison wouldn't play for us. Wildcard, Kev, would you would tell you that Kovlad doesn't like us? Yeah, he's, oh, absolutely. He's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Madison yeah. would want to come to us. Yeah, if, if Callum Wilson as well didn't want to, yeah, yeah. Madison's no way. Uh, Rachel says, Nico Williams would be really tough as Basque people are very patriotic, so we may have to pay more. And a bit of a launch pad for him if Villa don't get you. Uh, is that Conference League? Yes. Champions League, isn't it? Or Champions League. Yeah. Um, Ian, I wouldn't be surprised if the cam slot will be both McGinn and Buendia. We need better. We need better. Yeah, uh, Western saying apparently a loan deal for Sancho. I, I think that you're getting another Leon Bailey there. You're getting yeah. another. Like every time I see him, like, and I'd actually rather have Bailey because every time I see Sancho, he he, he just playing football like he doesn't he doesn't want to play. Oh, this is going to sound absolutely madness, man. But I think I'd rather have Bailey over Sancho and or Anthony. I yeah, think I think they're both as as hit and miss and as bad, and they'd be on a significant amount more money, wouldn't they? There's clearly been moments, you know, that Sancho's yeah, he's got moments. Uh, but... I just think whenever he comes onto the pitch, he's got his, ha- his sleeves over his sleeves over his hands. And this is all that 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 means a lot to me, like body language. It's like he doesn't he's, he doesn't want to. It's like he's in, he's within himself. You know, he needs to kind of like yeah. put himself out there a bit more. But his record at like uh, uh, Borussia was. I mean, he scored like um, sixteen goals in his last season, twenty goals a season before that. Yeah, you know, like his his numbers were. were, were yeah, really well, there's good. no. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason. There's an absolute reason why he went to Man United, but. Maybe it's just that goldfish bowl of Man United just hasn't done him well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Duncan said, need two top players in all positions and a few squaddies. Um, yeah. Gary said, keep Bailey, but not as a starter. I think we, we've agreed on that. Dale said, I'd take Sancho on loan, 50% wage and an option to buy, 40 to 50 million. Um, not a bad shout. Rachel said the only issue with Prem Ready is the Prem tax that comes along with it. Clubs are really overpriced for their players that they don't want to sell. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But you 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 buy in like someone who knows what what they're doing. Like you pay fifty million for Nico Williams, and you you've got a highly rated player, but they might take a season and a half to get used to the Premier League. You pay you pay thirty million for Harvey Barnes. You've got someone who's who knows what they're doing. Yeah, Harvey Barnes. Yeah. It, it will will get you what. No one else in our team other than Ollie Watkins got us, which will be 10 plus goals a season. Yeah. And that, and that and that's if if you want to finish higher up the league, we've we've got to score more goals. I think defensive, I think we're really good. If if yeah. Carlos if Carlos is fit going into this season, I think we've got another really good option there. Yeah, we need full backs. We'll probably get another backup centre half, but our issue is scoring goals. And I've said it time and time again. You know, Watkins is on form, he's brilliant, you know, he'll, he'll bag you a goal. But when you look at the players around him, if you've got a front front three of Buendia, Watkins Bailey or you know Ramsey what Watkins Bailey you just haven't got enough goals goals there you haven't got enough, mm. enough players that are, are likely to do it. on their day I mean Ramsey on his day is absolutely tremendous um on his day Watkins went on some great runs Bailey can have moments but you haven't got that level of consistency that a team in the top six top eight have got if you look at Newcastle with they've got Isak and they've got Wilson 
You know, yeah. and they've got Bruno behind, and they've got Almiron, who obviously had a great run. You've only got to look at you know some of the numbers, the likes of of, of, a, of a Saka and an Odegaard alongside a, a Jesus, a Martinelli, yeah. Arsenal. You've only got to look at obviously Rashford, and obviously what what he did, and he came back to a bit of form, didn't he? So, like if we want to, if you want to knock knock on those doors, look at Spurs with Son and Kane. You know, all the goals that they would score. We we need we need more goals around the team. You know, particularly when the likes of McGinn aren't really scoring. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big, big yeah. thing for me. Yeah, Sharik says the Barnes links have gone quiet. Would rather had have had him than going for Williams. Seems far too erratic in his play for the price it will cost. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I, I think I tend to agree with you, mate. I think you know what you're getting, um, but like that's equally the case that West Ham are interested in him. Tottenham have obviously put a bid in for him. That they know that what they're getting as well. So it's uh, it's gonna he's he's gonna go he's gonna go somewhere for for decent money. So. Hopefully, we'll be in there. Now, I've got to say, a lot of people are talking about Pedro Goncalves or Goncalves. Um, that's gone quiet a little bit. Um, uh, lots of people are saying that's their first choice. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't know a huge amount about amount about him. I don't know if you can quickly get his details up, but his numbers, um, his, his numbers are great, mate. I mean, he's um, the thing I feel was interested about him. Obviously, he was at Wolves. He was. He, 2017, he signed a two-year contract with Wolves. He only made one appearance in a an EFL Cup game, but I mean his numbers recently: um, 20 goals last season for Sporting, 15 the season before that, 23 the season before that. He's got uh, 58 in 129 games, so that's obviously wow, fantastic numbers. Um, and he's attacking midfielder. I don't think even think he's a striker. So great numbers, numbers obviously in, in in the Portuguese league. I don't know too much about him, but yeah. he's very very highly rated. Only a couple of appearances for Portugal. But very, very highly rated, and um, look, oh, surely we got to land one of the one of these 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 big names. You know, we we did it, we did it with the Coutinho. We couldn't believe it when it happened. We couldn't believe yeah, it. We, we did, we, I'm we sure we're going to sign, Kamara, some, sign one or two big players. I'm sure we are. But um, let me just see if I can get his uh, sofa score details up. So his yeah, his stat like attribute seventy four for attacking, seventy one for creativity, sixty two for technique. Heat map there is kind of left, but coming into the middle, which is you know if we can get him in and around that area would be brilliant. Um, excuse that uh, advertisement. Um, Thirty-three matches played, ten team of the weeks in Portugal, fifteen goals in the league, um, shots per game three point two. Obviously, in a sport in Lisbon side that are doing very well, three goals, thirteen goals inside the box, two from outside the box. Predominant, obviously, much much predominantly right-footed. Um, one header, eleven assists as well. Kev, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, accuracy, eighty-one, eighty-one percent for the game. So eighty-eight percent in his own half, but seventy-one percent in the opposition half. Um, and then to, uh, successful dribbles, one point three, uh, decent on ground duels as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, looks like a hell of a player. But you know, you've got to bear in mind that he's playing in in the Portuguese league. Um, a Champions League has done much this season. Uh, five games in the Champions League, didn't score, um, missed one big chance, one assist. Um, so not not amazing in the Champions League, but you know, obviously one where he could maybe develop. But if you're thinking Europa League, uh, Europa Conference League, I'm sure he'd have a have a hell of a time. So yeah, he does look like he's a he's an excellent player, but. That would be a hell of a coup if we could pull that off. I just, I just think there'd probably be more, there'd be more, um, more clubs in for him than than just us if he, if he was made available for transfer. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. But listen, you can't. Not every club can have loads and loads of great players, can they? So, yeah, um, yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. Lo- loads to go through. Gary, think we only need to contract on forward areas now and a right back. Duncan says for. Uh, Ferran Torres of links have gone quiet as well. Yeah, Pau Torres very much live. I'd take Felix. Rachel, I don't want Felix. He didn't want us in Jan, so I don't want him now. Ah, oh, come on, you got to, you can't, you can't let your pride get in the way. Uh, how much would be the question for Jao Felix because he appeared well overpriced? Gary said there's a good chance Coutinho goes to Saudi with Gerard. Yeah, heard mm. they're doing, they're in talks. I've heard. Yeah. Um, Weston said Emery would work wonders with Felix. To be honest, I thought he looked class when he played for Chelsea this season. He would, he would look what he very would, busy. Yeah. Would a good job. Yeah. 
apparently he's got an ego bigger than Man United. Um, Sancho's probably needs a run in the first team, says Gary. Um, what have we got here? Uh, Duncan says Barnes is a left wing, Nico Williams is right wing. Yes, yeah. Um, Gary said these high price tags can destroy a lot of young players. So many examples, 100%, yeah. mate. Dale says, trust Emery. If he wants a player, we should all want him. Yeah, exactly. And same for Rub. If Emery wants him, he knows what he can get from Williams. Um, I'm not sure if, where Steve said, which, who play, which player is 80 million, but um, I think it might be Gonsalves. Um, do we know how much Leicester want for Barnes? Well, judging by the, the paltry sums that, Tottenham have offered not much, but I think it's probably around the 25 30 million bracket. I yeah. think. Um, Dale says Sporting have lined up a replacement for Gonsalves already, so hey, we never know. Hey, Alex Moreno's in the house. Chaps, greetings from Florida. Anyone coming out in July, trust Unai, whoever he signs. I welcome 100%. Absolutely, 100%. Um, yeah, well, I'd love to come out for the friendlies, but um, I'm not, uh, not able to this time around, but yeah be great over there with the US villains and thank you for tuning in mate much appreciated uh Barnes 40 uh Steve thinks Nigel agrees with me Villa needs some size and physicality from somewhere Tielemans another non-physical player when we're crying out for more height and power I totally agree yeah totally agree, agree. um <laughs> Pedro would be pony um howard says having the trust in the manager is such an amazing feeling personally even I does know the Premier League and he knows player that we can have will adapt fast like Moreno. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Agree. Um, Paul, hi, Rich and Kevin. I want uh, Gonsalves, Williams, Chukwezi, Luis Enrique, the ones I want, and Jackson too. Oh, not much then, Paul. Not yeah. much. Christmas list. <laughs> um, Ian said, I think Barcelona couldn't believe their luck when we came along for Coutinho. Ironically, Gerard could save us by taking him to the Middle East. Um Rub says, agree on the need to get a bit more physical. Yeah. Um, Duncan part exchange Barnes for Archer with a buyback clause. I mean, don't say that with Sam around, but yeah, yeah. wouldn't be a bad shout. I think, we, I think we need Archer. Yeah, I do. I do as well. I do. Um, Dow says, scores goals from the halfway line at the Emirates concert. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Well, that was um, a low goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Gary said, hate to have a super agent seems you get sent where he says, yeah, I, I said that on my thing. I said, I think Felix has kind of, uh, suffered at the hands of, of Mendes, his agent, like, oh, we'll just send you here or we'll send you there. Who was that? Who was that player that went to Wolves for like 40 million or something there? And he's ended up at like Anderlecht or something. Fabio Silva. Yeah. Yeah. He's another one. Who's, million, 18 yeah. years old. I mean, he's the right player, but, um, yeah, he just didn't do it, did he? He's just suffered at the hands of his agent. Oh, we'll send you to Wolves. And it just hasn't worked for him at all. At all. Yeah. Um, Rub said, I'm afraid Barnes would cost much more. Lots of teams appear to be chasing him. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. A couple more questions. What uh, what do you, what about Brennan Johnson? What are your thoughts on him? Do you think, because Brentford have gone in for him and have put a, 30 million which seems very low um, i always i always thought to myself during the season like is he just like yes yeah, so almost reminded me a little bit of bailey like he had moments in games but then he didn't seem to do much else but then when i saw his numbers when you put his numbers up on, on the transfer part i thought mm, maybe a bit a bit harsh there because in a newly promoted team those numbers are absolutely tremendous was it like 14 or 15 goals uh, it was eight eight Premier League goals, and then I think it was something like oh. four or five assists. Goal, goal involvement, sorry, I meant to yeah. say goal involvement. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like decent, decent numbers. Young, he's rapid. Um, yeah, he, he didn't play much at the end of the season as much as I thought he might. Did no, he? I think I think he got a bit of an injury, um, and then uh, it, it almost kind of dovetailed because he was carrying the team kind of midway through the season, and then that Awanye came back. Um, yeah. And he started. He started um, kind of scoring the goals when Johnson was was a bit was suffering a little bit. And I mean, it's not it's not like he's played thirty eight games, started thirty three in the Premier League, and he's twenty two, and it was his first season. He's he's bound to have a a time where he's a bit kind of yeah. you know he's struggling a little bit. But 
I'm, yeah, I'm for not, me, I'm he's not, very highly rated. I'm not 100% convinced on him yet. So I mean, no, it may be he needs another season. I think, I, I think he, I think he stays at, I think he stays at Forest for another season. But look, mm. I know Duncan saying Villa should be aiming higher than Brennan Johnson and stuff. But like, to me, it's like what? I don't know. Like, he's gonna be a player. He's going to be a player. Like, what do you, do you go now and get him right? And and make him that player, or do you wait until like he, he scores another t- has another ten goal season, and then Tottenham and Liverpool and whoever is after him? Like, well, if, we're not if, we're not fishing in those waters. Look at like look at Jared Bowen. Like you know, he's not above us. Sorry, he's not below us. No, do you know what I mean? Like he can't. You, I don't think you can have that. I don't think you can have that kind of arrogance almost as, as a Villa fan. Like he's a top Premier League player like in one in one season yeah i mean look the thing is you don't know how players are going to work out do you because so, for, for every jared bowen you know you've got another player that comes up you know from from the championship that doesn't doesn't do much you know so it's um yeah it's i don't know like jared bowen now i'll absolutely i'd give a limb for i think he's absolutely tremendous uh just just to get that song about um danny dyer danny dyer that. Sundana Villa, yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you seen a video of, of Danny Dyer, actually, as in the original Danny Dyer, saying he sometimes starts a song himself? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's good news because they're saying he's on fire and also he's shaking Danny Dyer and that's it's a compliment. So <laughs> It's technically yeah, it's, true. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, yeah. it's funny. funny. Yeah. Um, Rodrigo for three million, Duncan saying, would you I'd, take him? I'd take that all day long. I think he's a good player, Rodrigo. Yeah, it's, yeah, ideal, ideal. Um, yeah, cool. I think there's one more question I wanted to come to. Uh, oh, yeah. Steve said we, and I saw this article. Apparently, we had a deal for Tammy lined up before he got injured. Yeah, I saw that. 26 well. mil. Mm-hmm. That's, that shows that, you know, two strikers that would want to be playing every game. So, would we play Watkins and Tammy up top together? Who knows? But I, I'd, have, I'd have definitely been interested in that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Tammy would have been a good, would have been a good good signing. Would that maybe mean Watkins would have would have gone? I don't know. Who knows? So um, yeah, in- interesting. But it's not happening now, is it? Because obviously he's no. gone and got himself. But then he's not. He, he's going to be back like November time, wasn't he? I think so. It's not like it's not crazy. Nah, but remember Stuart Downing? We bought him and bought him when he broke broke his ankle or some broke his foot. Didn't play for yeah. like 12, 12 weeks. So I think they're yeah. coming yeah. in, don't they? Yeah. Um, link to. Kyle Walker says Rub. I've I've seen him linked to Sheffield United. Um feels a bit soon for him to go back to Sheffield United. Yeah. I mean he's absolutely rapid still. He's probably still the fastest player in the league. He's what he's 33 now, is he? Um I don't know. But, but he, he could he could cover that centre back position as well. I'd love I'd I'd love him. Right hand side. I'd love yeah. him. I think he's he's strong, he's strong, he's rapid, he's got absolute quality, hasn't he? So um yeah, but I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen. I, I, I'd be surprised if he doesn't start at City, really. I wouldn't, you know, valuable yeah. player. Uh, Nigel's thinking that uh, Watkins could be leaving. It w- wouldn't be a surprise. He hasn't signed it? a new contract yet and wants a London move, so he hears. But uh, two, like, little young kids, are you going to do, are you going to uproot and move? Or is it easier to do now? I think they're only really young, though, aren't they? So I think yeah. really, probably the ideal time to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian's saying if, if we were in for Abraham, he thinks a similar player is Jackson from Villarreal. And that, that has come back up today. Like I said, I covered that before. And he does seem that kind of forward player who can play through the middle and also like out wide as well and might complement an Ali Watkins because he it looks like he's come off the bench and scored quite a few times for Villarreal. So might not be that player who is gunning for Watkins position, but look, it could be a, yeah, it could be Watkins that could move on. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. Chelsea been linked with, with Nicholas Jackson as well. Right. Okay. Well, then I, I, I know. Spending... Well, apparently Caicedo is going to them as well. I know, but surely the money they spent last season, I mean, they haven't brought that much money in revenue wise, have they? Like, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. amounts of money. We're sure there's got to be an FFP knock at the door at some point. Like. Yeah, it's just, I don't know how they do it. It's madness, madness. Um, if they don't get in the Champions League this this next season, then they're in real trouble, real mm-hmm. trouble. Um, uh, links on the kit 
Westerners asked just to finish up. Um, I've not seen anything about it, to be honest. It's, no, I, I don't. I'm not that fussed. I'm not that really that fussed about like kit releases and stuff. It, it would be nice to get it out a bit earlier than it than we usually do, um, because it tend like you know Newcastle's kits out already. You know, there's Arsenal's kits out already. It'd be nice to get you know the people wearing the kit out, you know, in in Birmingham or wherever, kind of quite early doors. But we all seem to kind of wait till later on. It, it Classic, does. It is a villain. little bit annoying, but I don't, villain, I'm not that fussed. I mean, there's yeah. talk. Maybe it's because of the sponsorship deal ending, and uh, I don't know all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't seem to bother other clubs. I really think if you want to be sensible, you want to try and capitalise on 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 sales, then get it out as soon as you can. I mean, why are we not wearing it the last game of the season like the other, some of the other clubs seem to do? I, yeah, I, like you say, I depend on the date of the the previous sponsor um, of when it finishes. Matt. I, I've got a feeling it'll probably be like first of July when the or whenever they report back for pre-season training, like a bit of the time before that, you know, the home kit will be released and the second, then the away kit and and so on. Um, you know, they are saying USA tour. I'm sure it'll be out by then. Yeah. They'll want they'll want people. I do remember. I do recall one of the kit launches was around the Australia trip, wasn't it? Because they they had all Villa fans around the world like wearing the kit and stuff. So. It'll be yeah. somewhere along those lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I've seen a few people doing mock-ups of it, but I, I forget the sponsor. Who's this? It's a betting company, isn't it? BK8. That's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 Well, interesting stuff. Uh, obviously, fixtures were out then. Uh, we're looking forward to the season um, already. It just doesn't seem like it was five minutes ago since it finished. Might even get Mings in the England side tomorrow and over the next couple of days. So we'll be cheering him on if he does get out there. And there's obviously other Villa players playing in international football. I mean, they must just want a holiday right now, but, you know, yeah. they've, they've got to do it. Um, we'll, I'm sure we'll be back next week to debate some transfers, general chit-chat. There's always stuff to talk about with the Villa. Uh, I'll be back with transfer rumours or Kev will be back with transfer rumours. I do want to get Gareth on for a, a live um, talking tactics as well to go through some of the, the players that we have or we are linked to signing and see where they might fit in. So please do look out for that. Um, help us. Please get to 1700. Make sure you hit the like button if you haven't already on your way out. Subscribe if you are new to the channel. The support has been phenomenal over the last few weeks. Um, Kev, thank you for joining me, mate. Um, as Pleasure, always, mate. great stuff. Pleasure. Um, Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And as always, remember, we all follow the villa. Thanks, everyone.